Hey guys, welcome to the very first episode here of Kill the Noise with your host, me, SJP, Scott Joseph Ferris, or you can call me whatever you want, just don't call me late for dinner. Alright, I'm so excited to finally get this thing off the ground, it's been an idea I've had for a while, you know, just trying to get there to you guys to show you guys some of the tips and tricks that I've learned along my own happiness journey, fitness, health, everything that I've just kind of, I'm, I'm a work in progress, you know, just like you are. And hopefully we can give you some tools you can use along your journey to help you live the most happiest and most fulfilled life possible. And uh, be sure, if you're, if you're digging this, and I know it's the first episode, we got many, many more to come. But if you're digging this, be sure you rate and review us on iTunes. And uh, let's just get this thing started. Are you feeling good? Because I'm feeling good. And thank you for being here. I appreciate you. I love you. And here we go. So today as I was walking into Walmart, there was a gentleman outside with a bucket uh, taking donations for a certain cause. And uh, in front of me was a mother and her, I think he was probably, I'd say he's probably about six, seven years old, little boy. And she handed him a $5 bill. The instant look on his face, I could tell like he was thinking, oh, mom's giving me some money. I'm going to be able to get something here at the store uh, for five bucks. And uh, so he was pretty excited about it. And she said, now with this $5, you know, go give it to that man. You're going to help somebody else out. And he seemed kind of confused for a second. But I think it hit him that he was going to be giving this man the money to go help the cause that he was there collecting for. And as he gave the man the $5, the gentleman shook the kid's hand and thanked him. And the kid just had this glow. Just He was so just happy. You could tell he was just so thrilled to give this guy the $5 that's going to go to a good cause and help him, maybe another kid out in a different situation than him. And that filled me with such a great appreciation just for humanity in general. Just something small. I mean, it was like a thing that lasted for like two minutes maybe. And uh, I think that just by the excitement I could see on the kid's face handing that money, I could tell that he was just th- so thrilled. And just seeing little random acts of kindness like that, yeah, just, just just makes me so happy. Like the like the great quote says, you know, you can change the world with one random act of kindness at a time. You know, so that deserves a big heck yeah, if you ask me. Now it's time for the beam me up daily affirmation. And this is something you can say today, tomorrow, until next week, till we give you another one. Just a way to help charge up your day, you know, maybe take you out of the funk you're feeling right now. And uh, just, just say it simple and repeat after me. I am happy. I love myself. I deserve it. I am happy. I love myself. And I deserve it. You can get a little bit more excited about it, you know. Say, I'm happy. I love myself, and I deserve it. All right, here we go. Let's get on with the show. Now I'm not a writer. Okay. Uh, 
Tony Robbins says to raise your standards and change your life. <laughs> wow. I remember the first time I heard that. It was pretty profound because just the idea of being able to set a standard for your life and your own happiness and to not let the outside world really dictate that was kind of a hard idea to grasp at the time because it was a new idea. And as I'm telling you this, if you're hearing it for the first time, I mean, it's... It's pretty wild to think that you know that you can say, "Hey, this is what I want for my life. This is the way it's going to be, and this is how I'm going to make it happen." So, one of the big things is is a big question: is why don't we set a standard for our own happiness? And we think that's crazy. Ask yourself, why isn't it important? Why do we flood our minds with everyone else's wants and needs and not our own? You know, it sounds selfish, but it's not. I mean, you have to love yourself. In order to love somebody else and to make other people happy, you need to be happy first. Unless you're just faking it and being miserable, but that's the whole point of this podcast is to focus on different areas in life to improve for your own betterness or betterment, as the scholars would say. So quick, just uh, come with me on this little journey here and uh, picture this. I'm going to call this the happy truck, hence the name of the episode. You have one big truck that you drive in life, and you owe it to yourself to fill the bed of that truck up with as much happiness as possible. And sure, others will come in at times and try to steal from your truck, try to flood it with negativity or their own ideas in life, but you know what you want, what makes you happy, whether it be, I mean, some people say, well, money doesn't buy happiness, but I know tons of people that, you know, if they go out and buy some clothing or buy a new thing for the vehicle, buy a new watch, anything. Buy new strings for your guitar, buy a brand new laptop, buy a new camera for your photography ambitions you have. Whatever the case may be, you, to your core, need to find out what makes you happy. And whenever you do know what makes you happy, all the small stuff, keep filling that truck up. It can hold as, you can stack it as high as you want. You may get rid of some things that used to make you happy that don't anymore. Like for me, I used to be a huge fan of playing Nintendo 64, uh, playing WWF No Mercy. And, uh, I mean, that was like my world at one point years ago. I was a child then, but, I mean, I kind of took that out of my truck and added it with other things. But it's still something that makes me happy. It's a very nostalgic thing for me to do. But anyways, enough about the Nintendo 64 talk. Maybe we do an episode on that. That would be a lot of fun. But in your happiness truck, you want to put as much as you can in there before anybody else comes and fills it with their ideas of what makes you happy. And there, like I said, there will be other people that will try to flood it with negativity and try to steal from it. But one of the big things, one thing that I struggled with personally in this whole journey of filling out my happiness truck was whenever somebody would come and bring negativity into my life. And so I'm like, how in the world do I like tell this person that I love, you know, like, hey, you know, you're kind of making my day suck, you know, which is messing up my happiness truck. So one simple way to deal with it is to say, sit down that person that's bringing that negativity into your life. And they may not even be, they may not even be aware that they're doing this to you because it's just such a habit. Sit that person down, you know, and say, hey, you know what? I love you so much. You're very important to me. That's why you're in my life, you know. I love you very much. But I've worked hard at filling up my happiness truck, piece by piece. 
and I can't let you come in and put even the smallest dent or hole in the bed of my truck and let that negativity creep in and suck out my happiness. And that sounds like a very selfish thing to say because it's like saying, oh, it's not, you're not saying like, hey, oh, your stuff doesn't matter or whatever spin you want to put on it. What it comes down to, it's very black and white. You've built your happiness truck up and filled it up as much as you can at the moment. And somebody else is coming in trying to lower that load or take it all the way off for that matter. That's what it comes down to, regardless of who it is or what the situation is. Now, if they have a situation that there that is a negative situation that they're talking to you about, you can handle it on the front there. But if it's not handled and dealt with right then and there, and it just keeps coming back and re-jumping back into the back of your happiness truck and be like, hey, I'm still here, mother effer. <laughs> so you got to be able to try to talk to that person and let them know, you know, that your happiness is also important as well as theirs, you know, and you will talk to them about their issues and be there for them. But it, I mean, it's kind of, it's, it's, it's a weird subject because you, you can hurt somebody's feelings, but if they love you. They will understand and respect you and the fact that you're trying to be happy as possible and don't want this other negative stuff to come in and flood your happiness. That's a just a it's it's a very tough subject and we'll delve more into that later on in the episode. The main thing that I also think about in this whole thing and like building your happiness truck up, you know, like you are the only person that has to deal with you twenty four hours a day. So why not make you the most kick ass person on a daily basis? Basically make you the most kick-ass you that you can possibly be on the daily. And then that, it, it will transfer over into the people you love. The more happy that you make yourself, the more that you are going to see everybody else around you just light up. You will have a different aura about you. There's no special drugs, no nothing. I mean, happiness is fueled by the best drug of all. My drug of choice, which is love. And love is a very, very powerful thing. It's made me a more grateful person. and made me appreciate a lot more than I ever did prior to really focusing on what love is and how it's affecting others around me. Another way to, some people will be like, well, Scott, you know, how do I figure out how to fill my happiness truck up? How do I put more happiness in the back there and keep it trucking along with me? It can come in, like I said, focus on the small things. Because, I mean, even dreams you had whenever you were a kid that you may have given up on. If you wanted to write a book, and you love writing, why not start writing again? If you say, oh, I don't have time for that. Take five minutes a day. Just write for five minutes. It can be in the morning before you go to work, before you go to bed. You can write anything, whether it be fiction, what you're grateful for. Even journaling. Journaling is great for writers. I mean, you can bring back that inspiration that fueled you at that time whenever that's all you wanted to do. Same if you're a painter or anything. You know, start painting again. Why'd you quit? The bills get in the way? Well, get back in the way of those bills. Get back in the way of all the stuff that's taking your happiness away from you. I mean, you get one shot at this and one happiness truck to drive. Are you going to let some invisible being, such as your bills or what obligations you think you have in life, 
affect your happiness truck, you're just dragging yourself down and drowning yourself in misery if you're doing that. <laughs> I know I've done it. I've been there. And I still see it's, it's a daily, daily struggle. It's something you need to be aware of. And that's another big thing is to be aware of like what thoughts you're thinking in the very moment. You know, if you have no idea like what, how your thoughts are affecting you, just you know, four or five times a day, stop yourself. Say, "How am I feeling? What am I thinking?" And those things always correlate. And to take the action of finding what your happiness revolves around and what your goals are and dreams. I mean, people are scared to chase their dreams anymore. I mean, I know that by the time you turn, you know, school and everything, whenever you're in high school, that it kind of puts this work mentality to where, like, we need to go to school, get a real job, you know, go to college, raise a family, do all that. And that's all wonderful stuff, but, I mean, you got to find what makes you happy. And if those things don't make you happy, and it was a dream you had when you were a child to become you know, the world's best painter, why, and, 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 and that dream still lives in your head, you know, but you're not acting on it. And if you don't have the time, you got to find the time. Whether, like I said, five minutes, that's all it takes a day, five minutes. And that, and that five minutes may be only five minutes one day, then the next day, that five minutes may turn into an hour. And the next day it may be five minutes again or 10, 15, I don't know. But if you don't try, you'll never know, you know. So you got to really put that action in there to filling up that happiness truck. And just do a simple exercise of grabbing just scratch a piece of paper, write down just five simple things that make you happy. And just to give you like some examples, I mean, one thing that could make you happy could be spending time with your family, your kids, if you have kids or family and friends, whatever the case may be, that could be one. And we'll, we'll stick on the uh, painter story here. If you're a painter, you know, painting makes you happy. And then you could even delve further into, you know, well, why does painting make me happy? Is it because you're able to express your ideas and put them onto paper for somebody else or onto canvas for somebody else to have and enjoy in their home to give them more happiness? I mean, the things that make you happy, more times than not, the product of what makes you happy also makes somebody else happy, and that is a cool thing. And nine times out of ten, it's not expensive to do. <laughs> so, I mean, and of making money. Talking about expensive, everybody likes making money. And if making money makes you happy, you know, maybe, you know, being a painter... That makes you a little bit of money. It's going to be hard at first, but, you know, those who never try, never will. So, then we can say uh, fourth one, number four, let's say exercising. Exercising is scientifically proven to reduce stress levels and make you feel good about yourself. And may lose some weight in the process, which, hey, who's ever complained about that, right? And getting in better shape. It's a beautiful thing. And then uh, number five, let's just say uh, we're going to keep it as simple as possible. Let's say it's Christmas time. So let's say number five, watching Christmas movies. I'm not saying spend all your time watching Christmas movies if you love it. 
Or, you know, watch one here or there. Take a couple hours out of the week and do that. No harm in that. Hey, you might even do it with some of your friends, family, or, you know, with your loved ones. That's two things out of the five of our little story here. That's two of the five things that make you happy, and you can do them all in one time. And hell, you might even paint before you do that, or paint afterwards. You know, and, and, and in those five little things, just an exercise, you can do it by yourself, but you can exchange out paint for if you're a musician or if you're a writer. If you're a fitness person, I mean, if, you, if you're wanting to start your own, like, personal training or something, I mean, there, you, you can always, you can substitute in those five, but if you can circu- circulate your whole day around those five things that make you happy and just focus on them five daily, or five is too much, break it down to three or two or even one thing, you know, you can't build a huge truckload of happiness, you know, off of being scatterbrained, so I mean, if you're a person like me, sometimes it gets overwhelmed by a lot of different tasks. Fo- focus on just, you know, just one thing that makes you happy a day. But stay consistent, you know. And a lot of science and research has proven if you do anything for 21 days, it becomes a habit. So create, focusing on your happiness, a habit, you know. That's all you need to do. Basically, I'm just saying, love yourself, fill up your happiness truck, and keep on cruising down the road. And you're going to affect so many people on the way on this little journey here. And this is just the beginning. But just stay on that focus of what makes you happy. Like I said, you can pick the five, you can drop it down to three, two, or one. But just focus on what makes you happy. And don't let anybody else throw you off that track. You owe it to yourself. This week's book of the week is The Secret of the Ages, The Master Code to Abundance and Achievement by Robert Collier. That's C-O-L-L-I-E-R. It's one of my favorite books, and it talks about just different ways to unlock your mind, uh, to find different ways to success, and uh, some of them are a lot easier than what you think, and uh, talks about different uh, parts of your mind and how the subconscious uh, mind works as well. It's very interesting, so I uh, urge you guys to go check it out. That's The Secret of the Ages, The Master Code to Abundance and Achievement by Robert Collier. Ooh.